What's up, everyone? This is Trey Van Camp, and you are listening to the Ministry Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Q&Trey episode number 13. If you're new here, I'm absolutely obsessed with my name and I put it in everything. <laughs> my vlogs are documentaries instead of documentaries. My Q&As are Q&Trays. I have yestertrays in my vlogs, which are throwbacks. I have a new leadership thing called Entrepreneur. So just get used to it if you want to stick around. I am so excited. Brady gave me the shout out of a lifetime. It was incredible. They He put content from all of my vlogs into it. They were not lazy about it at all. And I'm so thankful because Brady's kind of audience is the kind of audience that I love. And so I'm so excited. If you love Brady, uh, I, I love you. You know what I'm saying? And so welcome to my channel. A year ago, I got shouted out from Dustin, who got shouted out by Casey Neistat. And I remember the best thing we did in introducing myself to my new subscribers, which at that time, I think I got like 150 new subs. So far, I've had 190 new subs, um, the best thing I did was just to have a Q&A. And so I asked you guys on my Instagram and on YouTube to send me some questions. And so I got so many questions, I'm gonna split it up into at least two Q&Trays. So for the first one is a lot about ministry and a lot about kind of me and the vlog life a, a little bit. So here's the first question. We're gonna jump right into it because I value your time. Uh, is by Brandon James, which you've been around for a while. You're the best. And you asked me a lot of questions. I'm gonna uh, do the top two ones because you're just so cool though. Um, but the first question was, what are some ways the church can do better with social media? I think Brady does a fantastic job answering this question. I'm not sure I bring any new value to it. However, I will say this, uh, two things. One, I think the church should stop being that annoying friend that all he does is just promote the new thing, like come to this, come to that, and just bring value. Uh, give people content and not have them go to another thing, just have them enjoy content and bless them. I think that would be huge. I think they need to repurpose content. I mean, your sermons, you can splice that up into so many different things throughout the week. Do that. But also something that I'm adamant about is the pastor actually not just sharing from a church account, but just sharing his own personal life. There's a reason the stuff I do is not through my Passion Creek uh, YouTube page. Uh, it's because I want to reach people authentically of just me and, and my whole holistic life of my family, uh, the stuff I love outside of church. I think that's really helpful in today's world. Brandon then asked, what has been some struggles? I think it's a great question, Brandon. And also, Jason, you have kind of your cool you're from Casa Grande. Love you, Jason. Love what you guys are doing there. Um, but Jason, you and there's this tag. I, I'm tagging all these people. Jason, you asked this question. It's a little more uh, detail. What are some of your greatest struggles and insecurities, if any, with being such a young pastor? And how have you personally overcome those? I have a lot of insecurities. Um, it has been something I've dealt with a lot. I, I kind of manifest them differently. I'm not the type of insecure person where I don't do something because I'm insecure. The way that I'm insecure is I do them and I do it loud and I do it proud and I I try to woo people, and then I'm absolutely destroyed when the uh, outcome isn't what I thought. I actually am into this Enneagram thing just in the, like the last week, and I'm a type seven. I'm an enthusiast entertainer, and that's something about me is I go for it. I never think, oh, my insecurities don't make me not do something, but I always second guess it afterwards. And so I've, me and my wife have really worked through the idol uh, of mine of, of like attendance idolatry and uh, viewership idolatry, something I've dealt with and I'm gonna answer in the next question uh, with the, kind of the YouTube life. But 
Uh, my insecurities, to be honest, the best way I've dealt with them is just talking about them. Uh, this YouTube channel has helped me. Uh, I just kind of just open my heart out to you. I think it kind of blesses you as well, and uh, it blesses me. You're like my free counselor, as Casey Neistat always says on his channel. Um, but I have great friends that I just walk life with. I also love going to the lake and just um, wakeboarding it out. I love working out. I love actually another reason why I love pouring concrete with my dad is one job that I have um, consistently because uh, it's mentally so refreshing to build something and like not have to worry about ministry. But I have a lot of insecurities and struggles. Um, a lot of it does stem from my age. Uh, a lot of it stems from I think I'm not a good enough leader. Uh, there's several times where like, I have such great dreams and expectations. I think that's part of what makes me a good leader, to be honest, but it's also what destroys me when I don't see people jump on board. I think, wow, my I, I'm, I'm so convinced people should believe it. And then when people don't believe my vision that I have and don't live there and dedicate their life to it, um, it's, it has destroyed me in the past. A year ago, I had a big exodus of some of the people at my church. I loved them to death. I think that was completely by the sovereignty of God, all of that happened, and I've grown through it so much. Um, but it was hard season. It was a very hard season, and it made me look under the hood and be like, wow, like why am I doing this? And it really made me realize I'm doing ministry to love people, but it's really to love Jesus, and people are seasonal, and people will come and go, um, but the reality is I have to stay in my lane, do what God has called me to do, and that means people will backstab me, people will hurt me, but I'm learning more and more every day. It's so unintentional. They're just thinking about themselves. They're thinking about their own thing. It's not because they hate you. It's because they like something else a little bit more. And so that's something that I've been trying to help in my insecurities. Another thing is one year later, those things that I literally would cry at night, I, I, I barely even remember. And so that's something I'm teaching myself in my young age. Um, but I also don't want to use my age as a crippling. Uh, I don't let that be like, oh, I can't do anything. Here's why. I preach from God's word. I never think like, oh, what's the topic of the day? I don't think I'm smart enough to know that. So right now we're just going through 1 Corinthians. All week I've been asking God, what do you mean? In verses 24 through 27 of 1 Corinthians chapter 9. And the way I preach is it's not you, 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 you. It's okay, God, what does this word have to say? So I know that I'm not speaking. I know I am speaking in authority that God has given me, but that's the whole point. I'm speaking under God's authority. God is the one in authority and that helps wash away my insecurities because at the end of the day, you're not rejecting me. You're rejecting his word. And I know that you're the fool if you're doing that. Does that make sense? I hope that helps. Next question. Oh, that kind of really ties in. Um, Christian Cunningham, he asked this question. I won't say your uh, username, Instagram, hashtag, I'll get like blocked or something, but I'll put it on there. Um, you said, in your opinion, what's the most important thing aspiring preachers need to know? I'm going to give you three. Uh, one, I'm going to quote Tim Keller here. Tim Keller said, uh, for young pe preachers in their 20s, they should do one thing, and that's counsel people. Counsel, counsel, counsel. So that's my suggestion to you, Christian. Love on people, care for them, get to know their needs, their their next steps they need in life. I've really noticed lately when I preach, uh, especially it's taken me a while, and I'm by no means there. 
But when I preach now, like I really mean it. Like I'm thinking about people. Like I'm seeing the people in the audience and I get so excited that their eyes are lighting up because I so I care so deeply for them. And then I think about all these other people that have left my life, but they need this. And so I my my illustrations are richer because it's real life examples. And and that you can't replace that. So living crying with people, loving people through the ups and downs of life is the best way to get your preaching. Um that would say the content, but I also think delivery, a great advice is to listen to all types of speakers. I think one thing Christians are really bad at is we only listen to people that we agree with, and I think that majorly restricts us. If you're young in your faith, I do not suggest you kind of going too far, uh, but if you are somebody who's aspiring to be a preacher, I think you should be grounded in the word, um, and so do that, but while you're doing that, I listen to people I don't agree with the- theologically, but they're brilliant communicators. I listen to uh, comedians um, who aren't Christians at all, and I listen to people that don't that cuss sometimes, don't judge me, but I do it because I want to think about what are they thinking about? How are they reaching the culture? What is the timing there? So for some podcasts, because they're just brilliant, I times two and I try to listen as much as possible. But some people, I listen at 1x because it's their delivery. How do they bring them in? How do they bring them out? And this is my third point with that is your tone. Work on your tone, especially you as a young pastor. Do not preach at people. It's not motivating. It's not touching anybody. It ticks people off. It annoys the snot out of me. The way I try to teach, like guys, the reason why a lot of people watch my vlog is my tone. I'm going like, can you imagine? I'm getting excited. I'm looking at people. I'm excited. I'm passionate about something, but it's not saying you should do this. I can't believe the world does that. No, it's not that. The mentality is I'm blown away by God. I'm blown away by his grace. Look at what he's teaching us. That's why I love preaching from the Bible, just walking through the verses. Look at what God says. Guys, imagine if we did this. Not you guys need to do that. No, 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 no. Imagine if we did this. Now, are there times to call people out? For sure. Like they need to know, right? But the majority of it should be we. The majority of it should be this is what God has been working in my heart. This is what I wrote in my journal this week. It's very much I'm letting God refine my heart. I don't know it all, but this is what I'm learning today. And I want to share it with you so bad because I love you. That should be the tone of all of your speaking. Try that now. That will make a world of a difference. You do not need to sound like John Piper yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, now, Mark, your username is Major Molly on YouTube. You said I'm one of your new subscribers as a result of Brady's post. Thank you, Brady. I'm a church leader in the UK. Okay. UK, I got some other UK people in the house as well, subscribers, uh, for about a year now. Um, I think that's so cool. By the way, I would love for you to comment down below where you're from. If you're from the States, say what state and uh, city and all that, but around a country, I love doing that. I just want to hear where you're from. How do you guard against the uh, seduction of fame and celebrity? Okay, then I'm done. This is the last question. How, uh, and then again, there's so many other questions. I'm going to answer them in the next Q&A trade, number 14. Okay, how do you guard against the seduction of famous celebrity? I didn't realize how seductive it would be until I went to New York City at the Casey Neistat Samsung Creators event. I realized, oh my gosh, these guys are young and they have influence. The people, guys, I was in a room with people, like the lowest subscriber count, besides me and Dustin, uh, Dustin, I love you, um, but it was like 3 million. Everybody had 3 million subscribers or more. And I was blown away though by how empty they were. And I know God's word says that. And I know I've always said, you know, fame, Jesus is so much better than fame. But I, I was so thankful to actually experience it because when I was there, I was wooed, man. I got free room service. New York City was beautiful. I was thinking, this is a really cool lifestyle. But then I got to talk to them. 
And so many of them, they're trapped, like they're being defined by their audience. And if their audience changes their opinion, they have to change. It's just so depleting. And so that's a really good reminder for me of like, wow, this is what fame gets you. It it, it overpromises and underdelivers. So that was a really good wake up call. But I would say, I'm actually thankful um, I haven't just said, okay, I'm not going to pursue fame because it's bad. I think you can use fame to the glory of God because that means more people are hearing about Jesus. So that's why I'm producing content and telling people about it and hoping people share. And so I'm so thankful Brady shared uh, this now because I want to bless as many people as possible. Um, but but what's really cool, so when I went to New York City, um, oh, I got the call on Thursday to leave on Monday. I had a four-day turnaround, and the only thing I had to pay for was my flight. Everything else was taken care of, and my subscribers, literally, you guys paid the whole way. It was incredible. I had a like, GoFundMe type thing. That was the Thursday when I got the call. Wednesday night, I had a humbling prayer to God, and I said, God, forgive me. I think I've been all that in a bag of chips. I am so wrong, and I was repenting to God. I was, I was saying, God, I... I am insignificant, and I was just humbling myself. And I love the scripture that says humility comes before honor. I don't think it's a coincidence that Wednesday night I humbled myself before God and just gave up fame, and Thursday I had an opportunity. What's really cool, about a week and a half ago, um, it was, I don't know what night it was, I'm terrible at time, but I had a heart meet to Jesus moment again, and I told God, God, I'm so sorry that I've been, like I've been really hurt, not like annoyed by YouTube and the lack of views and all this stuff, and I'm thinking, why am I doing this? Like, why am I caught up in that? What What's the point? What What is 100 more views? You know, and so I, 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 I repented, and I, and I had a come to Jesus moment and said, God, I, I've been thinking uh, way too highly of myself. I just want to make much of you. Uh, I've been thinking about me way too much. And so I kind of just laid it all down and I had some tears and I was just asking God um, just to, you know, realign with my affections. And uh, the next day, two things happened. One, I got a uh, shout out from Aussie Dave on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube now, uh, where he called me a top 10 Christian YouTuber. Uh, He said no particular order, but I'm right after John Chris, so what's up? Uh, That was incredible. And then that same night, I got a DM from Brady Shearer of this whole interview. It's incredible. Every time I say, God, I'm laying down fame this is so pointless. He now, he raises me up. And that's what I want to leave you with. Guys, it's not the point. Um, pursuing those things is so empty. And that's why I love my content has one message. Jesus is better. Jesus is better than fame. Jesus is better than the shout out I got today. Jesus is better than the New York City trip. Like those things were great and they're fun, but he literally is better than anything else this world has to offer. Thank you guys so much for watching this content. I love all the new people. Remember to put down below where you're from and I will see you guys very, very soon. I upload every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday.